Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have the best deal for you. How about going with my friends at Bet Online? This is one of the busiest times of year. College football, NFL, hockey is starting, NBA upcoming, baseball playoffs soon as well. Plus, hey, the Ryder Cup so you can lay some money down on Team USA as well. 50% off your welcome bonus today with Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. It's a 50% bonus up to $1,000 with our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. B L E A V. Bet Online. Betonline.ag is the website. Bet Online, where the game starts. Fall is simply football season, and fans across the country are hoping that preseason hype leads to postseason success. In the NFL, we'll see if early Super Bowl favorites like the Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, and Bills can hold off up-and-comers. And college football fans are wondering if Georgia will make it a three-peat or if top-ranked challengers like Michigan or Florida State can take home the national championship trophy. The college football and NFL seasons are defined by big plays, injuries, and coaching decisions. As a football fan, I also want to hear about the behind-the-scenes and off-field stories that shape the season. The football interviews and topics you hear on the ML Sports Platter are shaped by lessons learned at St. Bonaventure University. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism at St. Bonnie equips reporters and hosts for digital storytelling across the sports world. Students learn how to tell compelling stories through digital and traditional platforms. They are also encouraged to envision the future of sports journalism with their capstone projects. This 100% online degree builds on decades of academic excellence, and I'm a proud Bonnie, and I can tell you that you can join me in a growing list of notable graduates, including the New York Post's Mike Vaccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. In fact, you'll hear from an accomplished alum or industry expert during video masterclasses in each course. Contact an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com today to learn more about the online Master of Sports Journalism. That's sbujournalism.com. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonnette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Camillus Golf Club, Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, Bonnet Sales and Service, and our awesome friends over at the Allen Angus Pub Band. Before and after all the big events in Central New York, whether it's Cuse football, Crunch Hockey, you name it, they have the best darn Angus Burger in town. Great beers on tap, awesome toasted ravioli, appetizers as well. And hey, don't forget about the seafood bisque that they're rolling out here and there as well. Gift cards available for the upcoming holiday season. Can't believe we're actually talking about that already. The Al and Angus Pub, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor, and a huge tip of the cap thank you as well to friends of the program, the Swan and Whitaker families, Daryl Abert and Bob Lindsley. One of the best play-by-play men to ever live, and I just simply don't know how he does it. Every time I listen, every time I watch, he gets better and better. He's currently the only one to still broadcast all four professional sports. He's one of my favorites. I've had him on for years on radio and on podcast shows. What a career and now a book to tell everybody about it. It's called A Mic for All Seasons. His three decades announcing the NFL, NHL, NBA, MLB, and oh yeah, that little thing called the Olympics. It's the great Kenny Albert. Make sure you go buy this book online where books are sold in your neighborhood bookstores like Barnes and Noble. Kenny, welcome aboard. Thanks so much for doing this and congratulations on the book. Thanks, Mike. Really appreciate it. 
So I'm wondering, you've, you've done this for so long and you've, you've come out with me uh, for a lot of years now, which I appreciate so much. Why now for the book? Was it something that you felt you wanted to tell the story you know, before retirement? How come you didn't do it after the career? How come you didn't do it way early? Um, why, why now? Why did it feel like this was the time? You know, why, why did it feel right? Well, first of all, hopefully retirement is a long way away, so um, <laughs> that that probably was not an option, but really started to think about it um, many, many years ago, but once uh, we were all home uh, for several months during the pandemic, uh, that's when I really started to uh, put pen to paper. Uh, I was home for 146 straight days <laughs> between late March of 2020 until uh, early August when I left for the hockey playoff bubble in Edmonton. So had a lot of time in my hands. So I, I started to put together an outline and, and some sample chapters and wound up uh, connecting with a, a book agent, Andrew Blanner in New York. And then he connected me with Triumph Books in Chicago. So it was really a matter of finally having time to do it and probably got about 25% of it done during the pandemic. And then once we signed on with Triumph and I had some guidelines and and deadlines um, over the next year and a half throughout 2021 and then the first half of 22 is when I really um, continued along with the book project and uh, submitted it in September of 2022. And then we went through the entire editing process and uh, the book officially came out as we speak earlier this month in October of 2023. I think the two hardest things to do in sports media are play-by-play and, you know, being an author, writing a book. You, you've you now got two uh, right right at the forefront. I, I just think they're so difficult. Uh, it's probably why I'll never do them. Um, can you compare and contrast the two? You know, how are they similar? How are they, how are they different? Well, it's interesting. I've been telling people, Mike, that for 33 years, I've had one job, and that is uh, as a play-by-play announcer uh, for various networks, various sports, but that's really all I've done for 33 years professionally. So it's it's kind of surreal to uh, see my name on the cover of a book now now as an author. Um, I think there are some similarities as far as uh, preparation and organization and storytelling. Um, you know, aside from that, they're obviously a lot different. Uh, when doing play-by-play, you're you're speaking into a microphone. When writing a book, you're tapping on the keyboard at a computer, but that's a good point. There are, there are similarities. You have to be really organized. Um, the storytelling aspect is a big part of both. So um, it, w- it was a lot of fun. It was challenging. It was something I had never done before. I had done a lot of writing back in high school and college for various publications, but never never anything you know longer than a couple of pages, I guess. So when they told me that I needed 70,000 words, uh, you know, wasn't sure I would ever uh, be able to reach that mark, but um, wound up with about 80,000 at the end, and then they went through the editing process. But um, it was a lot of fun. I felt like I had a lot of stories that I wanted to get out there about the various sports, about uh, early life, the analysts that I've worked with, Olympics, travel tales, um, and then one of the chapters that I'm most excited about towards the end is paying it forward to young high school and college broadcasting students um, who are looking to get into the business, uh, giving them advice and explaining uh, some of the areas that they should be focusing on um, as they look to advance to the next step in their careers. 
I heard you with the Spittin' Chicklets guys. That's my favorite podcast. And I know that you have been asked the same question a million times of, you know, hey, what kind of advice would you give to young? I'm not going to ask that. I'm going to kind of ask it in a different way. What would the 18-year-old Kenny Albert do today because the business is so different? You know, I mean, you can still go to Syracuse. You can still do the Newhouse thing. You can still do WAER. You can go call games. You can get involved in a bunch of different ways and be a play-by-play guy and grow and grind and do it the exact same way. But it is 2023. There's YouTube. There's uh, all this social media. Everybody has a camera now. Some people don't go to college. We live through a pandemic where people are doing different lines of work. Um, I've heard you say before, like, hey, don't say no to anything because you don't know what other doors open. Well, now there are a lot of doors, but sometimes the business is so shrunk, we don't know how far they open. So what would you do today if you were 18? Well, I think the biggest difference now, and you you just mentioned a lot of it, is the the various avenues that are out there. When I think back to when I was 18 in college at NYU in New York, uh, we had a a terrific sports staff at the radio station. There are only five or six of us every year, so we we got to experience it right from the start. We would call the men's and women's basketball games, and we were all friends, and we would rotate the various jobs, play-by-play, color analyst, producer, engineer, statistician, etc. But we also had a fight with the music department just to get the airtime to <laughs> put those basketball games on the radio. Yeah. Uh, these days, with, with the internet and with with YouTube and with other websites, uh, students in colleges uh, that want to do play-by-play um, can go, you know, broadcast a soccer game or a lacrosse game or a wrestling match or a volleyball match, for example, and you don't have to worry about uh, fighting for that airtime on the radio station. You can put the games out there on the internet. So it's a whole different world now. Technology is changing, you know, each and every year um, with the various opportunities that are out there. For example, at Syracuse, the ACC network where yeah. students get involved um whether on the air you know in front of the microphone in front of the camera behind the scenes there are just so many more opportunities out there now than there were back then what do you hope people say about this book when they get done with it kenny you know it's funny when i've received texts or phone calls over the last month or so ever since the book has gotten into the hands of friends and family everybody kind of comes away with something different you know and that's been fun to hear about uh, which chapter or which anecdote uh, you know they enjoyed, or something they didn't know about me or my career or my family. So um, I think everybody kind of takes something different out of it. But it, it's not only a book about sports. You don't have to be a sports fan um, to read the book. There's a lot about family and hard work and dedication and advice for young broadcasting students, as I mentioned. So I think there are multiple messages that that readers can get out of it. It's called The Mike for All Seasons, Kenny Albert with the forward by Wayne Gretzky and Walt Clyde Frazier, my three decades announcing the NFL, NHL, NBA, MLB, and the Olympics online where books are sold. And of course, your nearby Barnes and Noble and other bookstores. Geez, Wayne Gretzky and Walt Frazier, you couldn't have shot a little higher here? Come on. (laughs) You know, it's it's surreal when I look at the cover and see their names on it, but both uh, gentlemen whom I've worked with through the years, uh, Clyde more than Wayne, but also did get to know Wayne a little bit when he was playing for the Rangers back in the late 90s. So, uh, so honored that they agreed to participate and uh, write the forwards for the book. And by the way, the book has its own Instagram site. Um, oh, good. A Mike for All Seasons on Instagram. And um, my daughter runs that for me. And, and I've been taking pictures smart at every stadium <laughs> or arena over the last month or so. So you can follow the 
It's like Where's Waldo? You can follow the whereabouts of the book on Instagram at a mic for all seasons as well. Yeah, I'll have to share that uh, on my story as well. Um, I remember when I met you finally at, at the ballpark locally in central New York. I think it was it the same daughter that I met uh, that day who was running the it Instagram. Was, she yeah. was uh, uh, at that time a sophomore or junior yeah. in Syracuse. Yeah. And she's been out for a couple of years, graduated in 2021, and is now uh, doing a terrific job. She's working at the NHL as a okay. video producer slash editor. So working behind the scenes on, on various projects for the National Hockey League. Yeah, that's cool. I, I was trying because I thought that was the case when you told the Chicklet guys. And I said, I think that's the one that I met at the ballpark. Um, 3,000 broadcasts. I mean, have you ever sat and said, what? You know, 3,000 bro- like that many. You know, that that's that's an awful lot, Kenny. Well, you know, hockey, you know, it certainly adds up with, with 60, 70, 80 games a year. Sure. But what, what's amazing to me is that this is year 30 with uh, the NFL on Fox. And mm-hmm. I think it's somewhere in the 480s. There's actually a gentleman who keeps track of all this stuff um, on, a, on a site called Unnecessary Sports Research. And you can look find that on Twitter. And there are various uh, charts and, and graphs where he keeps track of all of the national play-by-play announcers at every sport. So that's probably the most mind-boggling, that it's year 30 of the NFL. I remember the first game back on 9-4, <laughs> like it was yesterday. So yeah. uh, very fortunate to be involved in, in, in the four sports, you know, by virtue of uh, the networks that I work for, Fox with football and baseball and NHL on TNT and then NHL and NBA with MSG Networks as well. Oh, the NHL on TNT is just, I, I can't get enough of it. I got a couple quickies for you. I know you have another one of these. Um, I know there's so many, but do, do you have a favorite call? I mean, do you have a favorite moment? Do you have anything like that, or is it just too hard at this point? There are several, and, and it's chronicled in the book. Um, the 1994 Stanley Cup, yeah. I was calling the Rangers Canucks series for NHL radio. That's certainly in the top five, uh, if not you know the top three, when the Rangers finally won the Cup for the first time since 1940. Um the one that I get asked about the most, ironically, because I do fewer baseball games than the other sports, but the Bautista home run and bat flip back in 2015 sure. is certainly up there as well. Uh, calling Olympic hockey, the women's gold medal game in, in 2018 in Pyeongchang between the U.S. and Canada. Uh, too many to mention in football. Most of them are in the book, but just last year we had that crazy ending in Vegas, the Patriots-Raiders lateral, yeah. uh, you know, the laterals at the end of the game by New England and the interception by Chandler Jones for the game-winning touchdown. Uh, the Victor Cruz 99-yard touchdown against the Jets for the Giants back in 2011. Also, the uh, uh, Terrell Owens stopping on the Cowboys' star was, was a moment you know, that, that certainly replayed 20, 25 years later. The Michael Vick 46-yard overtime run in Minnesota early in his career. So uh, there, are, there are many others, but those are the ones that, that I probably get asked about the most more than more than any others. Final one for you. If, if you were starting now, but you had already done all of this, if that makes sense. So you, you've already had the, you know, the three decades, you've done it all, took a little bit of a pause said, okay, I did all this, but I'm actually starting the new career over again, but I've done it again. So it's part two. It's almost like, I guess, maybe Michael Jordan, you know, NBA, like retiring baseball. And, oh, I'm going to go play basketball again. What would you start with? What would you pick up with from what you did before? Wow, that's a great question. I've never really gotten that one. Uh, there's nothing like the Stanley Cup playoffs, and there's nothing like one o'clock on a Sunday when, <laughs> when they kick off at an NFL stadium and 
really love the 15 or so games a year that I work with Walt Clyde Frazier and going to various ballparks <laughs> around the Major League Baseball. So that, that would be a tough one. Fortunately, I don't have to make that decision at this point, but that's, that's a good question. I've had him on for a long time, and I respect him so much. He helps set the standard in sports media, and you got to go read the book, man. It's called A Mike for All Seasons, My Three Decades, announcing the NFL, NHL, NBA, MLB, and Olympics with a forward by uh, Wayne Gretzky and Walt Clyde Frazier. It's Kenny Albert. Go get the book online where books are sold in your neighborhood bookstores, including Barnes & Noble. Kenny, thanks so much for this and all the time in the past, and I'll see you soon. Thanks, Mike. Really appreciate it. This is Joe Convertino Jr. at CH Insurance. Over the years, the Orange have set a great example of teamwork, and it's what we strive toward every day with our talented team, clients, and partners. Follow us on social media. Go SU! We're in your corner. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.